everyone. Welcome back to The Great and Terrible Oz. Um, we watched Season 7, Episode 6, uh, Midwestern Assassin today. <laughs> um, mm. I have like... Uh, uh, <laughs> this is worse. That's, uh, worse so far, right? Uh, like, easily, right? Yeah. You'd think? I... It's I don't far even, and away. Like, this is the first episode where I'm... I am truly beside myself trying to figure out where to even start. And that is saying something because every other episode up until now has been off the rails. But like this one in particular is just so off the rails. Like when I do my notes, I break them down by scene. Every single scene I had to like stop and take like five minutes to try and figure out if it's a flashback, a flash forward. Is this present in time? Mm -hmm. This episode is just wild. Absolutely wild. Like... (laughs) Uh, unlike other episodes, which again is giving a lot of credit to previous episodes um, that it probably doesn't deserve, um, this episode just doesn't know what it wants you to think is going on, and that is evident this from scene episode, one. This episode, they look directly into the camera and wink so many times, it drives me up a goddamn wall. It is the most obnoxious thing. There are so many times that they have characters inserted specifically to say exactly the problems with this stupid fucking plan and then go, uh, and then that character is like just killed or something. It's just, it's just so ass. Like they think by having someone be like, this is ridiculous. It makes it fine. No, stop. (laughs) (laughs) They, so this opens with a trope I friggin' hate, which is like, when it's like hey we need to hook you on an episode or a book or a movie or something so we're going to open on a scene and the story of this episode is going to be here's how we got to that scene and then like the end is like oh there's a twist and the scene that we hooked you on it didn't quite happen the way we were implying it did which is just like freaking lying to you like it's not unreliable narrator or anything it's just like somebody telling you a story and then they get to the end and you're like wait that's but that didn't work that's not how that happened they're like I'm the story trickster. Gotcha. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, like it's just doing a lie by omission and like yeah. mistaking that for being clever. Yeah, which those aren't this. Those aren't the same thing. Nope. Like, just leaving out a part of like, a, like a crucial piece of information and then being like, ha ha ha, you didn't piece it together. It's like, no, you intentionally misled us. Yeah. Yeah. Also, God, it's a predictable intentional oh. mislead too. Yeah, <laughs> exactly, exactly that. Nobody, I'm, I'm going to guess nobody is fooled by anything in the intro scene because we open on a rally, but there's gunshots, right? And like Ivy is like freaking out at all the gunshots. We, we're mostly focused on Ivy in this scene. Harrison runs away at one point. And like, I don't know if like they're not showing things that's supposed to lend it some kind of air of mystery, but it's obvious that like someone shot at least at Kai at his rally, I think, but whatever we see Allie's got the gun though and she's shaking and the cops take the gun away from her and we look over and Kai's been shot and like I'm not fooled by any of this because uh, like already like you know like oh come on Kai's not dead you know what I mean like this this Kai's not dead also Allie wouldn't do this yeah exactly it's 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 too early for this to be some big like character change for her it just simply would not work yeah exactly so also, I think they show multiple shots in the intro as well, which even more like doesn't line up mm-hmm. with 
alley at all. And if it doesn't show multiple shots, then that is, again, intentionally misleading. (laughs) (laughs) Because uh, there are multiple spoilers. There's multiple shots. Yeah. Yeah. Like, the thing that's, like, extra frustrating about it in this in this episode and in this show in particular, this season of this show, um, is that they don't need to do this. Like, it's not like we were wanting for plot lines. Like, we have plenty of plot lines. We don't need an additional one. For one of the plot lines we've already had is Allie shoots a guy. Like, we've already had this plot line. We don't need it a second time. Like, if anything, it made me go, well, what, we ended... Because we kind of ended the last episode on a cliffhanger, which is where Meadow is banging on the window going, your wife's in a cult. There's a cult. Like, there's a big, huge reveal. Like, that is a cliffhanger. That is where it should pick up. But instead, it's like, what if we opened yet another plot line for you guys before we get into this episode? And it's a little bit frustrating. No, that's what angers me the most, because it's like you didn't need you had a hook. You didn't need a hook because you had one. Like, right in the previous episode, because even the very next scene is a continuation of the plot thread where it's like, you just found your neighbor in an open grave. Yeah. You know? Like, you had you didn't need it to also, do this. It, it just feels so cheap yeah. as well. Like, it really feels like a cheap trick. It Man, yeah. Mm-hmm. Bad writing all around. It's really poor. poor. Even for the show, it's, like, really poor. But Yeah. So instead of picking up on that scene, which is what we're left off with in the last episode, which is what you would think we would start off with in the beginning of this episode, the credits roll, nothing particularly special. Then, like you said, it starts, it picks up where we left off the last episode, which is Meadow banging on the window, like revealing all of the information to Allie. Um, And then like kind of the last thing Meadow says to Allie is essentially like your wife is also in on it. And Allie kind of looks at her phone and like Ivy is is trying to get her attention back on the phone again. And she like hangs up on her. Um, Keep in mind that Allie had called the police and the police were busy. So she called Ivy instead to like tell her that like the neighbors across the street are like trying to murder Meadow. Um, Ivy does not call her back right away. So Ivy's doing a really bad job of pretending she's not in a cult. Um, (laughs) And then the therapist calls Allie like immediately, meaning that Ivy called the therapist, got the therapist immediately. Mm -hmm. um, And then the therapist immediately called Allie, which is I I know we have to suspend a lot of disbelief. That's just not how therapists work. Um, And also it is a hundred times less believable then Ivy calling back and just being like, honey, I'm sorry. I'm I'm upset with you, but no, I wouldn't. No, I'm not in a cult. I just, I need my space. You know, like something yeah. like that, you know, playing yeah. into the recent separation thing and being like, yeah, sorry. I didn't want to talk to you right away. You know, whatever, but not. Yeah. Oh, weird. Well, my therapist called me in the <laughs> middle of the night. <laughs> and like, we, at this point too, we know the therapist is the, um, the brother from the last episode. So it's like, yeah, it's like now it's not it's, a good trick on the audience. Yeah. yeah. And it's like Allie now. Now Allie just looks foolish for not wondering, like everyone's in on it. But odd, my therapist called right after all this happened. Like what a fortuitous call. But she doesn't think anything of it. But whatever. So anyway, um, yeah. So she's just like, yeah, I don't know. My neighbor came running to help me and I locked myself in my house. She didn't say this to the therapist, but this is what, you know. And she's like telling the therapist everything, right? So. Just terrible OPSEC. Yeah. Terrible OPSEC. It's just not great. <laughs> none, none of this is great. Then so, in um, really, really good Allie fashion, she does what we all know Allie to do, which is grab a knife and go break into Harrison's house without well, recalling the, the cops specifically- again. specifically... 
the therapist specifically ends the call with like, hey, you should probably just go to sleep and like, mm-hmm. you know, take it easy for the night. Will you promise me you do that? And she's like, yeah, yeah, I'll do that. Mm-hmm. And then as soon as she hangs up, she's like, time to be a gremlin. <laughs> Goes and grabs a knife and then crawls out the front window <laughs> to go to Harrison's. Okay. So the next scene, I, I, I know I've already like vented about this <laughs> before we recorded this, but then the next scene is her breaking into Harrison's house with a knife. Um, again, this is now like the fourth or fifth time she's broken into this specific house. She breaks in through the bathroom. Um, and lo and behold, um, Harrison is banging the, the detective again. Like this is now twice in the span of what I assume to be around an hour of Harrison not <laughs> fully committing to killing Meadow and going to bang his detective boyfriend instead. And when I say they're banging, I mean like we see them banging. Like they yeah. are banging. Um, and <laughs> Allie's like, ooh, gross. And then like goes to the garage where Meadow is like, again, just kind of tied up, uh, bound and gagged. Got a, got, I think she has a bag on her head. Um, so once again, they have still not killed Meadow because they had to take a break to bang each other. Right. Um, which I think is at least a good consistency for Harrison's character because up until now we have had none. I really like that we've really nailed down a character trait for him. <laughs> Just can't exactly. This keeps procrastinating for lovemaking. Exactly. Can cannot kill Meadow. Has to stop to bang his boyfriend and then move on <laughs> Just- again. I I need to bust this nut before anything else, Kai. I'm sorry, okay? <laughs> it's on my to-do list. I swear we'll get there. I know um, it's a character flaw. I'm working on it. Yeah. So then, Look, yeah. we had the one guy who was the jacking off clown. I'm the clown that needs to bang before he kills. <laughs> that's just, that's my clown trait. It's fine. Oh, my God. Um, so, like, what do you call it? Yeah. And then, so, yeah, again, Ivine is now in, or excuse me, Allie is now in, like, superhero mode. She's like, I'm here to save Meadow, who's now, like, now tied up in the garage with a hood over. She's, like, solid snaking through the living room while they're banging, you know. And instead of being in the open grave again, they're like, well, just leave her in the garage this time. So she, like, she, like, goes to, like, save her, but then, like, makes a noise. I think she, like, knocks something over. So, of course, they're like, oh, no, wait a minute, you know. Uh... Like, Meadow's getting away. We should really have closed that thread, but whatever. They, so um, This keeps happening. How could we possibly prevent this from happening anymore? I don't see anything we did wrong here. So, um, friggin' uh, one more time. Yeah, so, uh, sorry. Yeah, so now the detective tries to get to them, right? And, like, Harrison trying to get to them through, like by kicking in the door. But Allie, like, gets through their garage door opener and escapes. And, uh, and um yeah. also yeah they uh they pepper spray Harrison and oh I believe the detective uh throws himself onto <laughs> uh their car yes. as they're driving away in mm-hmm. a very dangerous fashion. I just want everyone to remember this because this means in fiction these two are possibly the greatest actors of our generation <laughs> willing to take pepper spray to the face like Johnny fucking Knoxville. Unbelievable shit. <laughs> yeah. And like that was the other thing that like I, in that moment, like I didn't even know Allie had pepper spray. I knew she had a giant kitchen knife, but I did not know she had pepper spray. So when she pepper sprays the shit out of Harrison, I'm like, seems like he could have just stabbed him. But. Right, I guess yeah. you can use the mystical pepper spray you produced out of thin air. Um, she, and then she, the detective does fully throw his body on the car. 
Well, she's going for the no kills ending, you know, the best one. So, uh, well, she's already mm-hmm. blown that because she's already. Oh, that's fair. Yeah, you're right. Absolutely, you're right. My bad. Whoops. <laughs> she's not very good at it. She's already blown this run. Oh um, my god, you hate yes. to see it. So, uh, what happens next? Um, oh yeah. So then, like, uh, she's like, I need to take <laughs> Meadows somewhere safe, so they go to the restaurant. Of course they go to the restaurant. Of course they go to the restaurant. It's the only other set they have. (laughs) Yeah, it's their favorite set piece. That's why they're there. But yeah, it truly is like, where's the one place they won't expect me to be? The restaurant I own. Yeah, you know what? (laughs) Great. No, you know what's extra frustrating is when they get into the restaurant, the alarm is going off. The alarm that we identified in episode two notifies Ivy directly when it goes off. Yeah. It's like, hey, guess who else is in there? Cult wife! <laughs> what are you doing? Jerk. Also, like, we have some stuff to cover as far as, like, what happens in this time frame, but I need the audience to understand. They stay at the butchery. It's nighttime when they get there. They stay there until the sun comes up. They stay there for easily five to seven hours, and nobody, not the police, not Ivy? No, none of the cult people, none of them come bother Allie and Meadow at the butchery. They just get to stay there unprovoked, and that's never rectified in the story. And eat a bunch of summer sausages and cheesecakes and coffees or whatever. <laughs> yeah, Meadow really wants a wants a coffee, and Allie's like, no, I need to know more about the cult I don't believe in. And she's like, why wouldn't you believe in it? And Allie's like, I don't know. Up until now, I thought that I was being harassed by people but now that you're telling me that i'm not crazy i don't believe you for some reason you know like what's kind of annoying too is like there's like so meadow did say this earlier that she's like you know when i'm nervous or whatever i'll make jokes to like diffuse things so she says something when they're in the restaurant like oh man you guys do have the best cappuccino in the city or something and fine that's what she does but then Allie responds we import the beans from italy like all angry it's like (laughs) why why did we need that weird flex Allie. weird flex (laughs) not the time and keep that in mind audience because they referenced this later for some fucking reason (laughs) they felt like best cappuccino in the city we import the beans from italy was like worth repeating this fact about the coffee from the restaurant she owns i just the things they choose to spend time on truly tell volumes. Honestly, <laughs> like, what? Damn it. Yeah. And that, like, then we kind of segue into one of many, many, like, flashback driven um, exposition oh, yeah. dumps where Meadow starts to, like, I don't know. The first thing she tries think- to tackle is explaining, I guess, Ivy being in the cult. Yeah. Um, and she immediately off the bat's like, it's because you voted for Jill Stein. And Allie's like, that's not a good reason to join a cult. And Meadow's just like, shrug. And we're all like, no, actually, you know what? Allie's right on this one. Yeah, I'm, I'm totally with her. <laughs> Allie on this one. Yeah. Yeah. Like, Allie, this again, the thing she said. She, she, that's not a reason or her exact words, which is like, yeah. no, absolutely right. 100%. You are it's correct. not a good reason for any of this. But, you know. American Horror Story. Yeah, they, 
Yeah, they lampshade it like so many things so many times and it just is nothing to nobody. It's so bad. This scene is like extra frustrating because it's at this point where Meadow is like supposed to be for us, the audience. Meadow is supposed to be like sealing up some loose ends so that we like can understand why certain things happen in previous episodes. Um, So she like tries to explain the gamer purge trucks from a couple episodes ago. Oh, God. But the way she describes it is very confusing and only leaves me with more questions. She's like, do you remember those trucks that came down your street that we sprayed all your lawns with and Allie's like yeah and she's like that was just full of water those weren't real we did that all over the city and I'm like wait so you have Beverly who's like now in charge of the news essentially in charge of this and that hasn't been on the news like nobody has mentioned it besides just now and when you experienced it and then she's like and then we killed all the birds and put them in your yard I'm like what they did that well she was like we did that to everyone we've been busy doing all these little pranks but like so like she's like you were just one of our projects you know so they poisoned feeders to make dead birds to put them everywhere but again yeah like you say no one has mentioned this or done anything with it besides specifically like Allie, you know, and Ivy as far as we yeah. know. Yeah, it does it for for us and Allie, it does seem weirdly very targeted at Allie specifically for some reason, even though I from based on the information we've been given, that is like Allie is kind of inconsequential. Like the only person who really even gives a shit about what happens to Allie is Ivy. Right. Um so, everybody yeah. else doesn't care. <laughs> yeah, it's basically just like they have to do this to get Ivy in the cult, more or less, for some reason. And what's really also annoying, what's what's weird about it, too, because at one point she said, like, she's telling her Ivy's in on it. Like, she disabled the alarm code so that we could get in and microwave the guinea pig, which is, like, <laughs> in front of Oz? Like, you know what I mean? Like, how much can you really hate that vote for Jill Stein that you're like, I'm fucking traumatizing my Yeah. Kid. Like, what a piece of shit parent she is. Like... So, yeah, as yeah. if Allie's like it, motivations for everything wasn't already super, super confusing. Ivy's even more confusing. Every yeah. time Ivy is given like a minute to explain why she's doing any of this, it never makes any sense. Like the closest thing to to like a solid answer, um, we do get it a little bit later, but is the Jill Stein thing. Like, oh, this is like the, the, the cherry on top of like something that's been culminating for a really, really long time. But you would never know that because we literally have had no indicators up until now. Also, yeah, they, oh my God, they, the, the worst part is as they're explaining, you know, like this is how we did the guinea pig thing. It feels like they're trying to be smug about it. Like, it was because we had access to... You thought it was impossible. It's because of Ivy. It's like, that's not the problem. You don't get it. That's not all the problems here. (laughs) Like, that actually isn't good enough. Um, Sorry. (laughs) You imagine that viewer who was like, but how could they have gotten in? Like, it's not possible. Oh, the alarm code. Now I get it. Good job, American Horror Story. Like, that person doesn't exist, you know? Like, that's not a thing. Nobody was wondering. They just broke in. There's your answer. You don't need anything beyond that. It's not clever. Damn it. Yeah, there's so there is so much like clown antics where like, you know what? (laughs) Don't even try to explain it. Just just let us come up with our own reasoning for it. Because honestly, anything that we come up in our in our minds with is going to be better than whatever you explain it to be. Also, it is very much, it reeks, especially this exposition that Meadow does and is about to do. It just reeks of like explaining the joke. You know what I mean? Like explaining Mm -hmm. the bit. And it's just like, ah, okay. Well, like the little bit of like, 
us being able to put the pieces together is gone now because you are literally just looking us dead in the eye and telling us what happened. Hate the show. Anyway. Yeah. Um, um, I think that okay. Yeah, that that does that kicks us. That was not the end of the exposition that Meadow does because now we have one of many flashbacks. To December 2016. December 2016 is, I, I don't know, up until this point. We might have seen some stuff from December 2016. I don't know. All I know is that currently it is not December 2016 anymore. So that's the past. Um, they, right. they make no indicator to, like, explain that except for a title card. Um, and Harrison and the detective are, like, smooching and, like, cuddling on the couch talking about the Real Housewives. And Meadow's like, I've been in love with Harrison since I was 10 years old. But she says it in a way like, but he would never love me because I'm a disgusting, foul creature. Um, <laughs> and then, like, she she says this verbatim. She says, I didn't know what love was until I met Kai, which made me, like, physically recoil. <laughs> um, <laughs> I had such a visceral reaction to when she said that. Um, then it, like cuts to a scene of Kai talking to Meadow, um, I guess which is supposed to be our scene as the audience to like be like, ah, okay, it makes sense why she loves Kai so much, which all he does is like offer her the very bare minimum of compliments on her drawings <laughs> like, that she's working on. Just like the really bare it. minimum. Like, good drawings. And that's all. <laughs> like, it's really it. Like, this is really well shaded. <gasps> and, and they like <laughs> they frame the they really frame it like a romantic scene where like she's kind of like looking at him like wow like is this what it feels like me the hunchback of Notre Dame so repulsive <laughs> no one has ever loved me how he has taken it upon himself to like grace me with <laughs> some compliments on my drawings um and like literally and it goes on to explain like it just keeps repeating this kind of same rhetoric of like. I'm d this disgusting beast and Kai saw through that and was nice to me anyway. Um, then she goes on kind of a weird, confusing rant where she's yeah. like, um, I, I felt pressured by feminism because I wasn't <laughs> successful and also because I wasn't a homemaker with a husband and kids. And I'm like, those are two typically unassociated traits. Not that you can't be a feminist and have kids and vice versa, but like, Usually when you, like, say, like, girl boss, like, stay-at-home mom is not, like, the image you conjure in your mind. It's like she no, was trying it... to fight two different battles there. <laughs> no, yeah, it, it makes no sense. Yeah, because what is she trying to say? Like, yeah, like, you know, I wasn't, like, a bad bitch girl boss. I forget exactly. I think that, that is the, t yeah, I think you got it before, like, the term she used, whatever. But, like, and then, like, also the kids and stuff. And it's just, like, but it's very inorganic. Right, because they're also, they're at this, like, restaurant decompressing. She's like, I'm about to reveal all the secrets of the world to you. Anyway, you know, I'm I'm still using all these buzzwords and everything from, like, good, <laughs> you know, like, from pop culture and shit. So it's, like, really annoying. Yeah, I wasn't um, feeling very girl boss about it. But what's also very weird about that, like, weird chunk where she, like, goes off about that is, like, the following information does not, like resolve that it doesn't resolve her like inadequacy with either of those statements like it's just like nope kai was nice to me one time and that fixed all my issues with feminism and not having children and then like she catches uh kai um saying the same nice things that he like literally verbatim saying the same nice things to ivy right um and then she goes absolutely apeshit yeah, because he had, like, a whole speech that was just like, oh, you're blah, blah, blah. You know what I mean? Like, about how special she was. Everyone and else in here doesn't get what's so amazing about you. You're my everything. You're so talented. That, yeah. yeah, like all that stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. exactly. Um, right. 
And then, so she's like, you know what? Like, I'm out of here. And then he's with, like, Harrison and the cop boyfriend, I think. Like, hi, I mean, like, she's in, like, some bedroom. And he's like, and he's like why are you out of here? <laughs> it's like, your cult sucks. You're trying to get on a zoning board, which is, like, fucking nothing in the scheme of things. You know, I'm out of here, you know. I'm I'm reading I'm reading your notes right now too, and it's like <laughs> Meadow makes a really valid point about the seed of this. I'm like, yeah, it's nothing. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. This so, makes it, this makes him super mad that you can tell he is absolutely like yeah. seething at this statement. And again, it, it it's just another moment of them like looking at the camera and being like, "See, we're aware of it too," which it's like that doesn't <laughs> yes. that truly doesn't fix the problem. No, yeah. It also makes something else that happens later in this episode not add up. So it's this is probably a lie, probably. And what's like extra frustrating about that and them confirming like what we already know is like and she also says that they're in a very small town, which is what we've been saying since like episode 2, is that this must be the smallest town in the entire world. Um but, like, the only time they even reference this prior to now is when someone else says that at one of their weird little basement meetings. And Kai says, like, this is just step one. And it's like, no, you can't just say that. Like, no, right, yeah. being on the zoning board is a it's like the end of the road. You don't move up from there. Like, <laughs> you are at the zoning board of, like, a very small town in what appears to be, like, rural Michigan. Like, there is no, like, ceiling for this. Yeah. Like, you've hit it. You've yeah. hit it. <laughs> Unless, like, you're planning to go to law school and then, like, run for <laughs> office or, like, a judge position. Like, yeah, this is, this is this doesn't count as office, man. Sorry. <laughs> like, this is you're not running for office to be on a zoning board. You're running for zoning board. Yeah. And those are different. We both know it. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a lot. And then they um then then Kai kind of makes a command decision where he's like Harrison you need to call the police something terrible's happened to your wife kind of implying like okay well now you're out of the cult meadow and we're about to stage your death basically yeah. then they tie her up in um what is no less than like a weird like fetish shibari like rope situation um truly like a fetish thing and then they like hog tie her and throw her fully conscious into the closet um, and then they like also then immediately cut after like they show like Kai kind of coldly looking at her in the closet. Um, he has, he says nothing, and then it cuts to them showing uh, Harrison chucking her into the grave. It never shows them drugging her. It never shows them knocking her out. So for all intents and purposes, she is now free. She's not tied, not drugged, fully conscious, just in a hole. Um, <laughs> which I don't. I don't really know you what know, they expected for us to think at that point. I also just mentioned, because I don't know anything really about Shibari, but I'm willing to learn. No, but, like, it also <laughs> looks like a fucking mess. Like, the people who yeah. were doing that prop or whatever, yeah. like, had no idea about it either. Like, Googled it, but they were like, I don't know how to make these knots. And then just, like, I was, I was legitimately, I'm legitimately thinking, like, they Googled, like, how to tie someone up with rope. And they were like, <laughs> well, certainly this is it. <laughs> How do we safely tie someone up in rope? Someone surely has done the research on how to make sure this is safe and comfortable for all parties involved. Right, so I'm looking at WikiHow because I'm wondering if that's what they did because that's like four ways to tie someone up. Yeah, consent. Okay, yeah, yeah. Wow, yeah, I see. That's just how they did it. Step one, it's so consent. Bad. Oh, Absolutely. no, we, 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 we blew it up. We blew it up already. We beefed it. We beefed it. Holy shit. Okay, I, I have to get off this page because this is, is going to get me so on a wait. whole rant. Anyway. That, 
that was really the first wiki yeah that's incredible well <laughs> well <laughs> wow anyway um <laughs> then it cuts to uh kai giving a speech for uh the zoning boards on, yeah Liz, you have it exactly April how i thought 3, just 2017 <laughs> yeah a random um, date in case anyone's listening to that like oh is that a date we've already seen no random date means nothing to us april 3rd 2017 means nothing is that the time that we opened the the episode on who knows it is not a relevant date to us i think it's in the future it i, I guess it was prior to the the opening element of what we saw of this but i don't know how much yeah. prior it is to uh, Meadow and Allie having this conversation, but it is a random date in between is, that and then. Yeah. This is future. This is ahead of anything we've seen, um, but earlier than events that happen later in this episode. Mm-hmm. So I think this is current present in the context of American Horror Story. God, this show is a nightmare to talk about <laughs> <Yeah>. chronologically. <laughs> what the hell? Um, so yeah, he's giving a um, he's giving a speech on why fear is good and we need to be more afraid um, to get on the zoning board seat again. <laughs> yeah. Like truly, just nonsense. <laughs> Which, thank God, um, one person, Sally. <laughs> says hey that's nonsense <laughs> in so many words yeah and um sally is played by an actress who has been in previous uh seasons mayor winningham um unfortunately much like sarah paulson a very gifted actress who is just doing her best um with some real trash fire writing um, her character feels so wildly out of place because she starts just dropping all of like everything the audience wants to say to Kai. She just starts lambasting him with just starts absolutely laying into him, calls him a snake oil salesman, like literally blows him the fuck out for calling himself a conservative because she was raised by very conservative parents, um, like just absolutely rips him a new one in front of all these people and it should be noted that the audience watching is like super into it they're like hell yeah they're like yeah fuck him up get his ass not Um, not us by the way i mean the people at the the um you know the the audience for this this air quotes debate which is just kai giving a speech for some reason yeah i guess i gotta tell you chorus of people who are at a zoning council meeting i guess (laughs) which is a weird place to put your greek chorus but go on (laughs) and then she like she drops in the middle of like her just absolutely wrecking kai's shit in front of all these people um she's like by the way i'm running for city council and like everyone's like yeah yeah hell yeah and then like kai's like well you can't you can't because the the ballots have already been printed you can't possibly and she's like i'm gonna put myself in there as a write-in candidate and he's like shit hadn't thought about that um (sighs) It is a very girl boss moment. Big fan of Sally for the small amount of time she's in the show. Um, but what should be taken away from that is that Kai, like the things to remember is that Kai gets his shit blown out by this lady we've never met before. Um, and she announces she's also going to run for the zoning board, which I guess we're supposed to assume is this like huge point of contention mm-hmm. um, because it, it briefly also shows the other guy running for the zoning board. And he is just like a very timid <laughs> little man. 
Yeah. Just like a very back. timid little guy. He's just like right there, like, hi, I'm here too. Yeah. Like it wasn't He doesn't just even say anything. He says no lines. He's just like in the background and Kai's like, me and whatever this guy's name is are the only two <laughs> that are on the, the ballot. And the guy in the background gets like on, focused on for like half of a second and he yeah. just kind of nods, like, yeah, yeah, it's just us on the ballot. You can't be on the ballot. And it's a very funny, unintentionally funny scene. And yeah, like he just assumes he has rules lawyered his way out of this one. Um, and she explains, I'm just making sure I'm accounted uh, for if there's any write-ins for me. By the way, here's my name. Great. Thanks, everyone. And um, Kai l- realizes he's about to lose because all 40 people in this room, <laughs> uh, which is 19 times the population <laughs> of the town, are voting for her. Yeah. So, she, so he's fucked. <laughs> Yeah, so that's that flash forward flashback moment. Um, all that does is show us who Sally is because she is relevant for exactly three minutes later in the episode. Yeah. Um, she is relevant for no other parts of this episode. Then we flash back again. Hold on, let me check my notes. So the previous flashback was December 2016th. This is a mega flashback to November 9th, 2016. Which you'll remember um, is 11-9 after... <laughs> You know, tr- uh, Trump got elected, so watch out, everybody. You know, but um, <laughs> that 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 day we have seen, yeah. Um, and, and it then, opens with the yeah. the shot of I assume it's Kai and Winter's house with both a Hillary and a Trump sign out front, which is just like cool. We're back to this again. We've come full circle. Mm-hmm. <sighs> um, and then. What happens next? Oh, yeah, because then, like, Ivy is freaking out because she's like, I thought that guy, you know, Gary Longstreet voting. So we're going to be in trouble, you know, for, like, the whole, you know, chaining him to the basement. He's missing his hand. What the heck, you know? And Winter is like, don't worry. My brother Kai can fix anything. Let's go. Let's go see him, you know? Like, and I guess Ivy's just like, well, what the hell else am I going to do at this point? Yeah, sure. You know? And again, I cannot overstate, Kai has been shown to be able to fix nothing. Yeah. Like, yeah. we just saw him not fix an election. Like, an easy one for a city zoning board. <laughs> yeah. It's also kind of confusing because at that point, we're like, okay, so did Winter set this whole thing with Gary up? But she couldn't have because... Yeah. I didn't know about Gary until she was like, hee hee, we changed someone in the basement. So it's not like Winter was like, we're going to do all this and then Gary's going to cut his hand off and then that will get uh, Ivy on our side. So she'll join the cult. There's literally no way that could have been. That would mean so many other implications that I don't remember coming to fruition. So I don't think it's the case. But right. like um, the... <laughs> Her being like, my brother can fix anything. He has been shown, again, to fix nothing. Um, also, he's the one who let Gary go in the first place, so he's kind of the reason this happened. Um, mm-hmm. Then that's when <laughs> Ivy meets Kai for the first time, um, and they go about, go down to the basement, and of course he starts to do the goddamn pinky thing again. Um, and then she, he, he like kind of blackmails Ivy, and he's like you need to like be honest with me or cause Gary's on his way here soon. And I'm going to tell him that you and winter are the ones who kidnapped him and almost kept him from voting. And I'm like, he should know that. Um, mm-hmm. He saw winter. Like he saw her with his eyeballs. He, he 
grabbed one of them. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah, Ivy. He assaulted Ivy and then was chased by Winter one time in the afternoon. And then later in the day, w- saw Winter again in his store right before getting yeah. tased and put in a basement. So, like, he... He knows. He should know. There's no reason he shouldn't know this information. But yet Kai's like, I'm going to tell him. And Ivy's like, oh, no, that's going to be the end of the world. And I'm like, are you trying to get us to believe that Gary doesn't know <laughs> that, right. that Ivy and Winter were the ones that like chained him in the basement? Because there's really no way he doesn't. <sighs> <laughs> but and yet. Here we are, you know. Uh, yeah, and and here we are. Then that, that's when it, it it really does roll into like the pinky promise thing because then yeah, they actually so. like she actually like gets into it. Um, and he's like, "Tell me what you're afraid of or what what's bothering you." I don't remember how he words it. And then like, she's like, "Trump's you, our president." He's like, "Fills your no. heart with dread." <laughs> yes. like, what fills oh, yeah. your heart with dread? Like well, our current yes. president. He goes, "No, what really does?" Because. <laughs> my friggin' wife and then I'm stuck with her for which like yeah all right. she goes waking up next to my wife and I'm like mm. that feels really specific like mm-hmm. alright we know that you guys have been having some issues but like it feels like we're about to learn some information that like we would have never guessed and we do um, because she explains that she has resented Allie since Oz was born because Allie was the one who physically birthed Oz um, because I guess uh, Ivy has endometriosis, I believe, um, mm-hmm. and could not physically carry Oz. Um, and like, and so- the way she words it is, I resented her. I wanted that pain, which mm-hmm. is like deranged and weirdly <laughs> out of character for Ivy, right? who has been shown to be nothing but reasonable uh, this whole time. Yeah, yeah, it's, and it's then just- like. I- yeah, it Allie is like a little bit weird, but like I don't know. I don't have kids. Um, I so I don't. I'm not a mother, so I don't know. But like, Allie basically says like, "Here, give me the baby. He needs to breastfeed. He's hungry." And then Ivy's like, "Well, can you put it in a bottle and I'll give it to him?" Like that's a reasonable thing, I would think. Like you want to you want to also be a part of feeding the baby. Like I get it. Um, and then Allie is kind of like weird and standoffish. Like, no, 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 no. Don't even think about giving him formula or a bottle. Like it, it's got to come directly from so, me. Which it's like, eh. She says like, "Do you think he'll really want a rubber nipple?" Which I'm like, gross, weird. Why would that? What are you? It's a baby. <laughs> yeah. Like. So I will say that like there are there is a subset of parents like there always is a subset of parents who are like how you like you are like abusing your kids if you give them a plastic bottle how dare you you know what I mean like they get people yeah. that, like wacky about breastfeeding where it's like okay I'm I, I want out of this conversation you know look so a like, lot of parents yeah. get way too tight about their first kid yeah. and then they chill out yeah exactly yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, uh, yeah that's you know that's pretty normal but like yeah. the thing that makes it like a little bit confusing and it's because it's this show and they don't know how to tell stories in any kind of way that makes any kind of sense is like we have been shown zero other characteristics for Allie that would make yeah. us be like, oh yeah, that track, she's been doing that the whole time. Exactly, like, no, yeah. She's yeah. never done anything like that up until this very second. If you asked me, did I think she would do something like that? I wouldn't even say yes. Like, it, it was so like a yeah. weird thing. Like, that, they gave no indicator that there had been like issues like that. In fact, most of the like contention we had seen up until now was actually Oz not vibing with Allie, not, right? not the opposite, which you'd think it would be the opposite yeah. if we wanted to build that kind of like character arc. Yeah. Also, Allie is just like such a shrinking daisy at everything. <laughs> yeah. That the idea of her being like, 
hey, do you mind if I get some of the milk in a bottle and I can feed Oz too? And going, ha, 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 ha. no. <laughs> it was like so weird. Also, like, that's a thing you've probably talked about. Like, if you feel strongly about raising a kid, it's kind of a big deal. You know, it's like, it's not going to be a thing where it's like, hey, the baby's born and you've been breastfeeding, but I bought this bottle and stuff. Maybe maybe we do that. It's like, Mm-mm-mm. I never uh, thought to talk to you about that during the whole like pregnancy yeah. thing. Like, uh, that's another thing. Planning everything. What are you not like? Yeah. Yeah. A hundred percent. Like, that's another thing that like it's frustrating because like I'm not to give Allie any credit because Allie deserves very little credit for most things. But like. Ivy, that's kind of on you. Like, if you were feeling insecure about not being able to, like, physically carry Oz, like, that's clearly something that very deeply weighs on you. That's something you share with your spouse. That's something you, like, talk, especially if you guys are talking about having a child. Like, clearly that wasn't something that, like, you both were just trying to get pregnant and one of you ended up pregnant and the other one didn't. And it was like, oh, oh, no, how could that have happened? Like, you talked about it. No, 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 hold on. Let me tell you how real married parents do this. You don't share anything with your spouse. You find (laughs) a greasy 4chan who wants to pinky swear with you and that's your marriage confidence counselor, okay? (laughs) You find you a a small idiot covered in Cheeto dust and you you rub up on on that idiot which reminds me Doug all sorts of things Doug I'll hook up with you on discord after you listen to this podcast got weird stuff to tell you about but anyway (laughs) oh my god (laughs) oh my god Um, Kai also um kind of somewhat reasonably is like wow this seems to be weighing really heavily on you and you bring up you're, you're really focusing in on this breastfeeding thing how how long was Oz breastfed and I I believe she then goes like uh, three years, which <laughs> woof. Cool. <laughs> cool. Now that is very alley. That is very yeah, on brand um, for alley. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes a lot of sense. Actually, it explains a lot of things about Oz too. Like, <laughs> it doesn't explain why he's weirdly off, like standoffish to Allie specifically. But you know, now it's like, well, you know, what, someone maybe, had to maybe, ask. Maybe winter wasn't so off face after all. <laughs> you gotta grow up fast, my boy. Here's some... <laughs> it, it's just such a weird, unnecessary detail. No, um, is, yeah. I've I've been watching JoJo recently, and there's a character in there that they're just like they constantly bring up. Also, he drinks his own piss, and it feels very much the same way, where it's just, like, completely unrelated to anything about the character. You truly didn't have to tell me this. You didn't have to tell me that Oz drinks his own pee. You didn't have to tell me he was breastfeeding for three years. I don't give a fuck. (laughs) Like, please. Yeah, the only thing I can think of is, like, they wanted to be able to make Kai ask the really weird question of, like, how long was Oz weaned? Because that is, like, a weird little creep thing to ask, and, like... Like, but we know, we know Kai's a little creep. You don't have to reinforce that to us. We've, we've known since episode one. Um, And then like, so Ivy like starts like the snowball effect of explaining, starting at that point and moving around. And then she's like, and Allie has all these unreasonable phobias, which as somebody with one or two unreasonable phobias, um, one being frogs, which is really hard to explain to people. Um, that's not really Allie's fault. Like, granted, she does not handle it correctly, but, like, you can't really... Like, Ivy's resenting as, a lot of things that she has no control over. As someone with very well, reasonable phobias, fuck centipedes. Sorry, anyway, fair, go ahead. Fair, I, fair and valid. Also, she, like, does it from a weird, like... 
it's her rich white person privilege that she's able to express these phobias. And it's just like, Ivy, look at him here. Like, Ivy, you're also rich white people. Like, I can't. Oh, my God. But, and, and yeah, it's just this weird thing. And then also, of course. And she fucking voted for Jill fucking Stein. Yep. I can't believe it. She did it again. I, I have to imagine that one of the writers of American Horror Story had like someone very close to them reveal that they voted for Jill Stein and they just will not let it go because there is no other reason that they keep dropping this one bit of information by name verbatim over and over again other than that either A, they think it's a great bit, which it's not, or B, they th like someone is personally in their feelings about something like this that happened in real life. Um, but um, so the next scene, Allie decides to call her therapist, right, and be like, "Listen, you gotta take care of this girl, Meadow, okay? Like, I've got some shit to do, you know, to handle this cult." And you know, and to be fair, she doesn't know that the therapist is really in on it, but whatever it's i still think it's a bad idea whatever so um anyway Allie goes to the one person she can trust that woman sally who's running against kai for city council which is like what and she does it in, like the worst way possible she goes to her house in the middle of the night and just starts doing that like bang 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 kind of banging and so sally and i hate that her name rhymes with ally but that's i guess nobody's fault but like what except the writers whatever is like Oh, don't just a minute and gets her gun, which I'm like, yeah, that's actually pretty smart because it's, you know, like, so anyway, Allie's like, listen, I'm so sorry about this. You're the only person I could go to. Um, Kai, who you're running against is in a cult and Sally takes this like so well. She's like, yeah, you know what? That tracks. Like, just like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, she's like, that's fine. That's yeah. fine. Also, yeah, um. We only like that one scene. so too, because he's the little freak who loves the crime and loves yeah. to bring up the yeah. weird crimes that are happening. And she's like, "Oh yeah, so he's in on causing those specific <laughs> yeah. crimes that yeah. he loves referencing." For sure. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, uh -huh. he's a little freak who loves who loves hate too much. Yeah. Okay. Great. Yep. Yeah. Let's sit down and talk about this. Yeah. <laughs> like lights a cigarette and is like, "All right, tell me, tell me shit." I thought Wait. she even lit a joint. She was just like going right into it because she was like <laughs> got on that stash, right? Like yeah. It yeah. looked like she was setting up to do a rail of cocaine, and I'm like, hell yeah, Sally, That's you fuck was, it up. I thought that too. I'm like, well, you're, <laughs> you don't know up, who this is. Sally. Like, like um, wait, are you going to yeah, fuck up your campaign? No, what if this no, is not working for Kai? Speaking of like, that, speaking of you don't know who this is, the scene we got where we were introduced to Sally, that is Sally's only scene. So there is no information for us to understand why, A, Allie knows who that is, B, know that she's running for this position, and C know where she lives question mark enough to just like show up at her house like Allie has no connection to Sally whatsoever it, we don't even have any yeah. connection to Sally it is very much a case of the writers conflating the audiences and the characters knowledge yeah. in such an egregious way that it's just like wait no there's no way she would know this yeah like this makes no sense for her to know yeah yeah. And I don't even know what it's to set up because she does she does either some she she sets up some rails of coke to do some fucking cocaine about it, but then has a joint. Um, 
and, and just goes on a rant about the patriarchy, which is again like girl boss behavior. Yeah, she's like, you know, cults always show up when the patriarchy gets threatened. Like, look at David Koresh going against the FBI and like little like little history of cults that like they did a Wikipedia search for on like a couple minutes before they wrote the script. You know how it goes. <laughs> um, so like, I am convinced mm-hmm. Sally is just here to be like a surrogate. Of the people who are like theory crafting on the show, or the people who you know are like, well, this is ridiculous. This what like okay, sure, if this happened, here's how this would be solved, or something like that. To the point of, then that's why we need. That's why they're gonna do what they do to her. Like that's the whole move here. Mm-hmm. Which it's, it's the only reason. It's the only way I can justify Sally's character at all. So, yeah, <laughs> like it, it just doesn't. She, there's no reason for her to be there otherwise. Because, yeah, and then just when you're like, well, finally, Allie has, like, someone she can, like, work with on this cult stuff. It's like, the fucking clowns show up. And Allie goes, runs and hides in a bathroom in Sally's house. Sally gets her gun, and I this pissed me off so much. All these fucking clowns with, like, knives and shit are coming in. And she's just pointing the gun. She's like, make a move. Give me a reason. Like... Sally, they gave you a reason. They've made a move. Like, you're <laughs> They're in your here. fucking house with weapons. Like you're in a state with castle doctrine. This is like maybe the one valid use case. I like, think. Oh, I think this please. is another circumstance. We had this happen earlier in the season. I don't. I think it was Meadow who it happened to. Where I think they want us to believe that since she took a hit of a joint, she's now not in her right mind, which is making her not like react the way that she should, even though it doesn't make any sense. Um, reefer madness. Again. Yeah, <laughs> like they were like, if you do even one hit of the marijuana, suddenly you do not know how to be a person. Um, and Sally, maybe Meadow, maybe Meadow, but like Sally, no, Sally had that shit ready. Sally like whipped up a joint in front of a stranger. This is yeah. not Sally's first rodeo. Like <laughs> Sally knows what she was getting into. This is not Sally's first rodeo. So that is not a good excuse for her getting owned oh. by these clowns. <laughs> And you know what? You wrote down the same quote I did in my note, in my like small note too. Because at one point she says when she was talking, sorry, in the previous scene to Allie, Sally goes like, "Nothing shocks me. I went to Berkeley." Which like, I guess if you're really into like that kind of humor <laughs> or whatever, it's like you can hear a laugh track. But I'm just like, eh. you know, like, I'm like, who is this for? Is this for <laughs> people who went to Berkeley? Who is this joke for? It's like the weird Nicole Kidman bit. With Meadow and Harrison in episode two. It's like, who yeah. is this bit for? Because it's not for yeah. anybody. It's not for most people watching this show. Because I don't I don't get it. No, it, me neither. Yeah, it's really weird. It's a very, very weird. So, it's like it's the, the beyond. Berkeley is a, is, a, is a weird, very experimental school, famously, in both like technology and uh, like music stuff. Like, it, it's just very much like the experimental. They send all of the quote unquote smart kids there. That kind of thing. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, like, so I, I guess I, that tracks. Yeah. So yeah, like so they like they 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 met one of them sneaks up on Sally and managed to knock the gun away and and they they like kind of like push her on the ground and she's like, oh yeah, well if you strike me down, I'm gonna become more powerful or whatever. Like she's not like she's like fuck it, then kill me. Let's see what happens. And then Kai shows up and he's like, I got a better idea. Oh, you're still on Facebook? Like how old are you? Ha ha. Anyway, and he starts writing a fake suicide note from her, which like. And and this is like oh she's Sally's like oh no don't do that and it's like who's gonna buy that you know what I mean like you were just in like you just announced like your candidacy all this stuff you know what I mean like it's this whatever but also who's this- gonna see it like her Facebook friends like. Why is why does this matter? It's uh, apparently her personal page. So like, 
and he he goes on this huge long rant where he like starts quoting all these famous speeches and like mm-hmm. basically like it's a very like nihilistic like oh I realized like like all of this was actually bullshit and like I'm actually just gonna kill myself and he posts it and like not even a second goes by and he's like it's already getting likes and I'm like damn that's a, Sally's know, friend list like, brutal <laughs> and <laughs> it's funny because he was you know it's like he's like Facebook you are old. Oh, it already got a like, and it's like, oh, social media jokes. Like, you're fucking old American horror story writers. Like, get the hell out of here. And, like, five episodes ago, Kai said he used Facebook to get his statistics. So, like, what are we supposed to believe about this man? Does he use Facebook or does he not use Facebook? Does he think it's dumb and stupid and a boomer thing, or does he use it for his stupid statistics? Don't tell me you're too cool for Facebook, Kai. I don't believe it, you know? So, Oh, also, we get we up until now, by the way, we've never seen Gary as a clown for some reason. Um, oh, he right. shows up for exactly one shot where he is like holding Sally down. He goes, can I kill her? Can I kill her? Like a weird little gremlin. And I'm like, of course, you're the weirdest, shittiest clown, Gary. Of course. This is why we haven't seen you until now, because you're the worst clown and you would have been insufferable the entire time. <laughs> so, yeah. And then. um, All right. What happens next year? Yeah, because like. Uh, so anyway. Oh yeah, good point. By the way, mm-hmm. Ivy's just wearing an elephant mask, which like that's not a clown. Oh, that's yeah. just part of the circus. <laughs> yeah, those aren't the same thing. Oh, yeah, I, those aren't. <laughs> that's wrong. I have a note that says, "Can we really consider Ivy a clown? She's just wearing an elephant slash donkey mask." Which you know, the more I thought about it after the episode ended, I'm like, no, this is actually quite. Uh, this is actually quite bothersome. Um, she's not a clown. <laughs> She's just fully not a clown. So he's just pretending to be Republican, I think, which I I think they're trying to do like a metaphor. So there. her her the back of her mask, which is hard to see because she's facing front, you know, obviously is a is a donkey. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think so, it's supposed to be oh, like she's, right, a, hid, just, she's a hidden Democrat is the get way. it. Uh, yeah. Just like the uh, just like the Cold War camo you could unlock in Metal Gear Solid <laughs> yeah, Three, where yeah. it had an American flag on the on the back and a Russian flag on the front. So if you're facing the guards, they'd be like, "Oi, comrade!" and just wave you past. But as soon as they saw you back, they'd be like, "What in the?" Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah, you got it. Just like that, amazing it's... American horror story. Hideo Kojima, two brilliant minds <laughs> shaking hands. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my god, there is a really weird scene. Speaking of that scene, the whole reason I wrote that note in the first place is because, like, when all this is transpiring, Allie, who's there, by the way, um, went and hid in a bathroom. We are now, like, three for three of Allie always hiding in a bathroom. Um, and I guess Ivy, knowing this about her wife, um, suspects for some reason her wife might also be in the house. So she goes and checks the bathroom. No other clowns are like looking around. It's just, it's just Ivy. Yeah. Um, and, and the thing is, you can hear Allie do a big whimper when she hears the person getting killed. But yeah, the thing that confused me was only Ivy reacts to it. Yeah. And also no one questions why Ivy just walked off in the middle of the murder. In fact, <laughs> they, they like chastise her. They're like, Ivy, what the fuck? Come on, we got to go. Um, which, by the way, in case we, we didn't resolve, because I don't remember, um, they they like make Sally shoot herself in the chest, essentially. Which oh, is that a- was the, no. Yeah, they take the gun and they shoot her in the chest, which I'm like, wait, 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 you're trying to fake a suicide? Like, what? That's not. 
how who does whatever I, so. they, they really don't understand how to stage a suicide in this show the last suicide they staged they had two people in coffins so like yeah, that's fair yeah <laughs> they're not this very is... good at staging suicides i just assume there are no police officers besides the one that is also a clown um in this very <laughs> very small town that they live in um and then there's this weird scene when ivy's like looking for Allie, where like she opens the bathroom door because again that's all Allie knows how to do um and like she just stares at Allie and Allie goes, Ivy? And I'm like, I mean, there's some context clues here, I guess. But like, why would you yeah. say that? What if that wasn't Ivy? What if that was just some it's, random person? It's a big gamble, you know? I mean, it's all she has, but she's also, I don't I don't believe Allie is like wise enough to like pull that move as a smart thing. So she probably like saw her hands and there's probably something American Horror Story forgot to tell us as like a clue, yeah. you know? Like, you Ivy loves elephant masks. It must be her, <laughs> you know? So Little known fact about Ivy, she loves elephants yeah, we exactly. never mentioned that oh, up until now maybe that's why she's not a clown so that she doesn't scare her wife she's <gasps> just so considerate out. that's so nice that's so nice of her way. i can't believe it like and then that's that goes nowhere by the way like she yeah. just closes the door and then leaves um yeah. <laughs> there's no like conversation to be had Allie's just like ivy and then uh, ivy gets called away by another clown like what the fuck are you doing come yeah. come on we come gotta on, go ivy we gotta get going it's like what are you talking yeah. about you guys never worried about covering up crimes or the yeah or like who are like... you afraid is coming <laughs> who do you think is coming to the house the police that's never been an issue before um then it, we we transition back to the therapist where she left meadow um she Allie just bursts into the room and is like, she's dead, and then does not follow up with any information about who she's talking about. Just is like, she's dead. Doesn't say where she came from. Doesn't say how that person died. Doesn't say who it was or why she right. went to meet with her. Just tells the therapist she's dead, and then is like, where's Meadow? <laughs> yeah. And then and there's the, no follow-up on that. Right. The therapist just like, yeah, Meadow left. He's like, what do you mean you let her leave? And he's like, I mean, I can't keep her prisoner here. Allie, she wanted to go. And Which is fair. He's like, look, you want to get your son back. Why don't you put yourself into inpatient therapy, you know, before you do something regrettable? And then and he's like, I think it'd look better for you if, like, you did it voluntarily. And she goes, fuck you, you know. Um, <laughs> not as sexy as how Bob did it, but still. Um, anyway, so w that that happens. And uh, she leaves. There is, like, there's, like, a little micro scene when she asks where Meadow is, where, like, we see a shot of Meadow seeing her phone light up, and Kai is calling her, and then she, like, gets up to leave. Oh, um, yeah, that's right. Which is supposed to set the stage for the next, like, stuff that transpires, which is now it's fast-forwarded a little bit again, um, because she tells the therapist to fuck off, basically, and then is now it's the rally! Now it's the scene that we started on! Um, by the way, it's important to note that it's daytime again. It was nighttime just a second ago when the lady got murdered. Now it's daytime again, which means two days have passed since we <laughs> first started this escapade with Meadow and Allie. Um, and Allie has slept none of them. Um, <laughs> it's just been all, all gas, no breaks for Allie. Um, I don't think they thought about that because they really don't give a shit about timelines in this show. Um, but, like, insane. 
and they accidentally just like double booked their character. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she's just she's just way too busy at all times. She has to like just work twenty four hour days. Yeah, they're like Allie doesn't need sleep. Actually, she's fine with no sleep for forty eight plus hours. It's it's okay. Don't worry about it. She never needed to rest. It's okay. Um, th- then we kind of see like the little bit of like prelude up to the scene we saw at the beginning which is Kai actually giving the speech which he's giving a speech about Sally committing suicide and I'm like hey Kai two of your three speeches have been about like the person you're either replacing or running against uh committing suicide a little weird a little suspicious Mm -hmm. you don't think that maybe people might be raising some eyebrows and then like also what just a weird thing to bring up in general like yeah right weird thing to say at your speech like yep my the lady who was also running oops she killed herself that's weird oh well uh he has banners i think he also says yeah and I think he might even say, I won't abandon you like she did. Yeah. Yeah. Which, like, what? You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that would that would get the other guy elected. Right. No percent. Yeah. Even if even if he just, like, was the other name, no one would vote for you. That is a nightmare person thing to say. <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely. And what's also, like, super confusing is, like, there are a bunch of people at this rally. Like, more than we're at the debate to begin with. Um, I assume news has barely broken about the lady killing herself, but like all of these people like fairly recently were like cheering at that lady blowing Kai's shit out. Like nothing has changed. <laughs> like they they were like, hell yeah, this lady is like blowing this little four chan kid up. And then like the next day they're like, but we should probably go to his rally anyway. And then when he's like, oh, yep, she killed herself. They're like, hell yeah. Like it's such a weird <laughs> It's like it's like I don't they, understand. It's like it's almost like Kai should have done the Ferris Bueller thing and looked at the camera like they bought it. You know, when he when he's like, She abandoned you, like, hey, she kinda did if 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 I'm not thinking straight and maybe I have some kind of brain damage and <laughs> what you know, like but uh, and so mm, they yeah, they're 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 all about Kai suddenly, which mm, for really this. no reason other yeah. than that that lady killed herself, which is a really weird reason to jump platforms. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> then we see Meadow in the crowd, um, which we kind of like expected, and she has mm-hmm. a gun aimed. She I cannot emphasize this enough. She is three feet away from Kai. She is right in front of Kai. Um, has a gun aimed at him. No one is doing anything about... L- listen, you're going to have to suspend your disbelief for a lot of stuff that transpires over the next five minutes. This is maybe one of the most confusing things, is that she is standing at the front of this sparsely, loosely populated crowd, um, holding a gun, not even hidden, just in front of her face, directly at the man speaking behind the podium. No one does anything about it. Not a single person. <laughs> These are not people who are also in the cult, by the way. These are strangers. Yeah. And they're just like pretty normal a lady pointing a gun at the guy on the podium that's nothing to be concerned about right um then she shoots at kai um there's a woman who is like kind of kind of a little bit in between them but definitely not like directly between them um what i'm saying is meadow could have easily not shot her but she does anyway she shoots the lady in the shoulder and she's like oof owie my shoulder and falls yeah (laughs) and then she shoots kai (laughs) so it's like oh Fuck that one lady in particular, I guess. Yeah. She doesn't die, by the way. She's just on the ground with a bullet in her, in her and arm. I want everyone to rem- think about this, too, because it is so critical and fucks up everything they're trying to do that she shoots additional people. Yeah. yeah. Because 
they all right spoilers they want it to look like a martyrdom um and it doesn't work if you just randomly start shooting people then there's no yeah right there's like no reason you would assume it's for kai right it's not a martyrdom anymore it's just this lady cracked and shot a bunch of people yeah exactly no if it's a martyrdom it needs to be a targeted attempt like it'd be one thing if he had like bodyguards with him and she shot them and then kai but no she's just shooting a bunch of people and shoots kai in the leg and it it doesn't achieve their goal even a little bit if you give it just a minute of thought. No. Yeah, and like the other thing I don't know if we like really touched on it all that much from the opening scene is that like this person that we at first did not see, we did not know the identity of the shooter, um, is is kind of just shooting haphazardly into the crowd. She kills the person who tries to help Ivy. Um, is just is just killing people pretty indiscriminately. Um, <laughs> which mm. is um. There's like this very brief moment where like you can clearly tell something is amiss with Meadow. Like Meadow is not in her right mind and mm-hmm. she is just shooting at random people and then like she aims at where Harrison was and the fountain that Ivy is hiding behind and I assume I assume that the writers wanted us to be like, "Oh, yeah, it would make sense that Meadow would have a grudge against Ivy because that's who Kai showed some additional like affection for but like she doesn't know ivy's behind the fountain she cannot see ivy ivy is hidden so like her like taking that moment to like aim at the fountain directly before just like shooting a bunch of other people um doesn't make any sense (laughs) doesn't make any sense at all given the context of what's going on I'm trying to think of what happens so, next because it's such a, like, a chaotic like, scene. Then we go to a flashback, which is Meadow in the closet, where now they're going to explain to us the whole thing of just like that, like, hey, just kidding. Nobody's trying to kill Meadow. This is all part of the plan. So Kai is like unties her and he's like, I'm not going to kill you. I love you. And, you know, you're beautiful. And they start banging. And while they're banging, he's telling her the plan that um, I need you to, to shoot me, you know, to assassinate me. This will bring me up on the national stage and make me more and stuff. And then, um, and I see like you're, yeah, you, in, in your notes, you say like Kai's doing a very lackluster job. Yeah, okay. So I love that la- lackluster. That's like the like, best way to describe it. Uh, cl- yeah. Clearly, this is the culmination of us supposedly thinking Meadow is completely unfuckable for the entire show. Like, this mm-hmm. is supposed to be like a. Uh, a, like a huge moment, a huge revelation that, oh, someone's willing to fuck Meadow. Um, but we've seen a lot of banging in this show up until now and jerking off. And all of it has been very enthusiastic up until this very point. <laughs> I cannot emphasize yeah, enough actually, how bad yeah. of a job Kai is doing. Kai jerked yeah, off is, in yeah. the shower better than this. This is poor. The melon, <laughs> the melon clowns had masks on and they still were emoting more lively than it, either of the characters in this scene. It yeah. truly looks like, remember, they're in a closet. Um, It truly looks like two 14 year olds fooling around for the first time like neither of them knows what they're doing and by the way meadow who like her whole character arc is that no one will fuck her and she fears that no one will ever fuck her again um doesn't even seem to like register that they're having sex they're just kind of having a very casual conversation (laughs) while kai just kind of rubs on top of meadow for like five minutes can i point out too like because we also have seen kai like on that red like on the red pill like reddit site or whatever you know what i mean which is like 
implying he's like someone who has these issues with women and stuff, but he seems he's like seducing her here. Like all of a sudden he's like this great cult leader, whoever you know what I mean? Who's like Yeah, and I think the implication was supposed to be between Meadow and then him trying to lay the exact same lines on Ivy that he's just like one of these pickup artist guys. But it's just not believable at all because he doesn't have a fuzzy hat and he doesn't know any <laughs> card tricks. Also, so he's greasy. supposed to believe this? He's a weird yeah. little greasy creep on top of everything. Like, he's not a charismatic <laughs> or, like, interesting or funny or, like, charming person. He's just a weird little creepy basement guy um, who, for some reason, everybody just listens to. Um, yeah. So I, I guess that that is to indicate that that is what caused Meadow to do what she's doing, um, including killing herself. Um, because what happens at the end of the last scene? This is the most frustrating thing in the entire universe, by the way. Um, mm-hmm. Allie catches up to Meadow. She has been yelling Meadow's name the whole time, by the way. And nobody, not a single person stopped to look around. There's a woman screaming, Meadow, don't do it. Um, right before the shooting <laughs> takes place, and not a single person bothers to look around them. Not a single person, and so of course no one stops her. Um, it could and so mean anything, though. <laughs> yeah, that could be anything. Surely at this political rally, nothing bad would happen, um, especially not with all the murders that have been going on for the last few weeks. Um, but then Allie finally catches up to Meadow after she's killed like a bunch of people and shot a bunch of other people. Um, and please understand if you're not watching along at this point in time when Allie accosts Meadow and tries to grab the gun there are many people laying around her injured but not dead so fully conscious and cognizant of what's going on they can see what's going on clearly they are right next to it um and Allie's like give me the gun give me the gun Meadow and Meadow goes this is the face of true love and then shoots herself um which I don't know if we were supposed to think that was relevant in any way um it uh, doesn't mean anything to Allie either. <laughs> it, it is unclear whether or not this was supposed to be a reference that later got cut from the show. Oh, by the way, sorry, I, I realized I totally forgot to mention this. Um, so the time that the beans thing comes back up is when Allie is banging on Sally's door to let her in mm-hmm. and trying to persuade her to let her in. And, uh, you know, she's like. Why should I let you in? You're banging on my door in the middle of the night. I don't know who you are, lady. And one of the things she says is like, well, like, oh, I own the restaurant. I own the butchery. And then after she lets her in, she's like, got the best damn cappuccino in town. To which she (laughs) responds, we import our beans from Italy. (laughs) So like they do try to do it twice as like a callback. But again, just such a stupid callback. And the way Allie delivers the line too is like she's fucking sick of people talking about the cappuccino. She's like, yeah, we import the beans from Italy. Like, stop bringing it up. But you know, she's also mentioning our coffee. She's also well within her rights at this point, I think, too, to also say something like, you know what? I really don't want to talk about the coffee right now. I've had a day, Sally. (laughs) You know? Of course, it's Allie who, who who doesn't use thoughts and logic because the next thing that happens after Meadow shoots herself is that Allie just takes the gun and just kind of holds it not like holds it down yeah, or anything holds yeah, it like, like she's gonna shoot to someone side. or yeah, has been shooting someone it. people and this is as a, a a large group of police are approaching um don't know where those guys have been for the entire show but they're here very quickly um and like 
they're clearly yelling for Allie to put the gun down and Allie just keeps holding the gun up like she's going to shoot somebody for no reason. Doesn't it's... try to like put distance or anything. Well, and it makes me aggravated because then they arrest her. Like, you know what I mean? They're starting to handcuff her. And like, I'm just like, this does not work. You know what I mean? Like, no. there is no way in the world. Like, you know. Yeah, and, and there's like, again, there are tons of people feet away just with their head on the ground and you're telling me none of these people who saw meadow walk up with a gun and hold it and point it and then heard a lady go meadow no and then heard someone say this is the face of true love and then a gunshot like no one no one noticed that it's an entirely different lady with a gun now <laughs> yeah. did everyone just be like she must have used transmogrification like it makes no <laughs> yeah. sense this is the same Why? woman i'm I, yeah. I was so aggravated by all this whole episode and then yeah just the they don't even have the same hair color or cut there like, is no way even police sketches would get this one right like it's absurd there's no fucking way <laughs> Um, my last note that I took, um, because then we got we get the god awful shot that you were talking about of Kai being like rolled away on a gurney as Allie is being arrested, and he does like the look into the camera, like ah, all uh, according mm -hmm. to plan. Um, how how was this all according to plan? How did he possibly know that Allie was stupid enough to not only take the gun from Meadow but also hold on to it until the police showed up? Like there is physically no way. He is not Jigsaw. He cannot, like, he doesn't have that much going for him. He's not that smart. So, like, there is no way he knew, like, ah, if I set all of this up, Allie will be they, caught with the gun. They literally spent time in a previous episode to be like, yeah, he's just a scared little boy whose family fucked him up when he was a kid. Like, yeah. He just had to deal with a bunch of fucked up shit. And so he's like a messed up guy. He's not some brain genius. He's just a kid who had a horrible life and is wilding the fuck out and like <laughs> got got like radicalized online. So having him be this like fucking Lex Luthor level genius just doesn't make any sense. It just doesn't track. It's yeah, frustrating. There's... It sucks because it doesn't work and they keep it's like it is that show don't tell crap but they're not telling us like or it's not like where there's nothing even a throwaway line like that Kai has like some triple degree that he got when he was 21 cuz he was so good in school. You know what I mean like just some little hint of like actually he's a chess genius. It's just anything. But no, instead it's just like ah uh, these plans all happen to work out. In the end like and like you said like you both said like you know it's all like coincidence that it's working out for him. You know what I mean? Like all the pieces have to be placed. There needs to be someone like Allie and someone like uh, uh, Ivy and someone, you know what I mean? Like it, he, he needs all these people to have the exact specific problems and be specifically around him so that he can like work his magic. It's so annoying. Right. Yeah. That, it's unless he's like some like multi-dimensional like gremlin yeah like, <laughs> like it just doesn't work like See, he needs to be like a mr mcsplizzard or whatever like that's the only way this works that's yeah. the thing is like it's like they watched the saw films and they were like we like that we like that like weird intertwined like non-reliable narrator unreliable timeline like twist ending with this mastermind pulling all the strings behind the scenes and we're gonna see it all come together at the end like even the Saw <laughs> franchise doesn't try to be like this. The Jigsaw is changing the world. Like he's like, no, I am specifically fucking with ten people at a time. Like you know, yeah. <laughs> he is not trying to be more than what he is. And 
they at least try. There, it's dog shit explanations, but they at least try to explain how he managed to pull off all of the things he pulled off. And you, you know what? Look, I have, I have my own little like complaints about the software, whatever. But Saul like kind of knows what it wants to be. You know what I mean? So at least like, however Jigsaw's acting is kind of consistent with their like the rest of it. Like this is just sort of like, what are we fucking doing here? You know, like who is Kai supposed to be? Is this a Jim Jones cult leader or whatever? Is he just a scared yeah, fortune? He, what is going on? He, he's four different characters at the same time, and they just swap in between every single scene. And it's like, it's just a case of he's four different characters, and they pick whichever one is convenient at the time, mm-hmm. and they try to claim he's the same person. Yeah, and it doesn't work. The only way for the show to like make sense is for Kai to be four separate characters, but that doesn't work with the narrative. Yeah, like I, I was gonna it, say, maybe there was like something that was cut because they figured it was like too insensitive or something. But like it, the only way they could have made this be like, oh, well, that's stupid, but I guess it makes sense is like if they would have done like a split thing, like the movie Split, where mm-hmm. there where we got like scenes of Kai alone, like having a meltdown, trying to like compensate for all these different personalities, these different personas he's putting on, but they don't. They just completely like they're like nope he's just like that he's just four people at once maybe they they were gonna have him like be cracking adderall and like that's what it was was just like he's like a weird broken down kid but then he cracks adderall and he gets superpowers but then they realize that's maybe not a great message they would do that by the way absolutely that is not beneath American Horror Story. Yeah, no. Rest. You know what? You know what I realized this episode because I was also simultaneously browsing Twitter and I had an epiphany. Do you know why they gave us that scene of Kai taking the Adderall like a literal fucking demon in the weirdest way and showing us that it's Adderall? It's because of the association of Adderall and Donald Trump. They thought it was like a really good like haha gotcha moment. Like oh. He also takes the bad drug, Adderall. That's the one that Donald Trump has taken for forever, and everyone says that he abuses it. And I'm like, cool. Thanks, American Horror Story. Just demonize an entire, like, subset of medication. treatment for people. For an own. treatment, yeah. But yeah, I, I had that epiphany, like, as I was watching this one. I'm like, oh, you know what? God damn it. That's why it was Adderall, and that's why yeah. they showed Kai taking it. Um, yeah. So this show sucks. Um, <laughs> yeah, this show sucks. That's yeah. that's where the episode ends, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. So it ends with mm. the beginning of um, Ali is doing a murder and we don't believe it to we've been shown Ali doesn't do the murder. So we exclusively don't believe it and see that there's no reason anyone around her would believe it. And then uh, people pull up and instantly believe it. Yeah. Also, this is like, um, in case anyone's forgotten in the span of like several episodes, um, not the first time Allie's like been caught with a gun um, by police. And last time they were like, it's fine. You did kill a guy this time, but that was that was fine. She had a get out of jail free card. That's yeah. how like the first, you know, now she's out of it. So now it's like, they're okay, like, you get one thing. lady, yeah, you get sorry. one. Everybody gets one. But, you know, sorry. We, we shouldn't we have let you go the first time, I guess. Boy. 
Um, what is the um, American Horror Story did say if they like made a point out of like, well, yeah, they care now because you shot a white person. I would be like, hell yeah, let's go gamers. But there's not a fucking (laughs) chance, not a fucking chance Uh -uh. of saying the cops are only going to arrest her now because she shot white people. Not a fucking chance on the planet. And that man, they they could have said something, but they dodged it. Good. Good work. (laughs) Keep it up. You're doing great, American Horror Story. Also, last time I think oh. we read the the title of the next episode and tried to like make a prediction. Does anybody have Divine that it, up? Yeah. What's the next one? Oh my god, I, I'm I've been dying for this title. Is this the winter one? No, no, no that's no. the last one. I think. No, that's uh, okay. No, that, no, winter is the tenth episode ten. Um, I'm let me let me see if I can find it because I gotta find uh. It's just cult. Okay, so I, I, because I would like someone to try and read this weirdo friggin' title of episode seven, which I will now post to you both on, uh, on the Discord here. Okay. <laughs> so. Uh, okay. So my my take on this is, Valerie Solanus died for your sins, scumbag. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Valerie Solanas uh, died for your sins, scumbag. I th- yeah. <laughs> I think I think Wikipedia might have maybe not. Uh, so Valerie Salinas, I think her, I, I'm not sure how to pronounce it, but like who is a real person? I should add. Uh, Valerie Salinas. Di- Solianas. Uh, Salon. Yep. Um. Any. Well. Okay. She, she died for your sins. Colon the scumbag, mm-hmm. which I can't figure out. Like, like what? Like is is. Are they defining the term Valerie Salinas died for your sins and that's what <laughs> scumbag is what that means? I'm not sure. Also, I'm not 100% sure what the title of this specific episode was supposed to mean either. Like, of course, oh, the assassin Midwestern makes assassin. sense. Like, is the Midwestern person in this scenario Meadow? Is that what we're supposed to glean from it? Because, like, yeah. I, yeah. I guess what they wanted us to do as the audience was see that title and see that opening sequence and be like, oh! <gasps> Ali assassinated Kai. <laughs> but like we don't see really that Kai is like dead in that shot. We just see that like Ivy's getting shot at a bunch in the opening sequence and we don't know who the shooter is. So like even that combination of things is not a good combination of things. I feel like most of the episode titles are um usually like clever you know what i mean like layer one clever where like one's about holes and maybe it's about holes in people's stories and things like that and 11 9 you know whatever this one i feel like they just ran out of gas like i don't know midwestern assassin oh, you know but like also like i think calling meadow an assassin is like really generous um <laughs> considering i don't think she kills anyone other than herself which is like no she totally she destroys the one random dude who tries to help ivy oh right she just so rocks again, his shit um she kills a random guy herself and not her target yeah so like i don't think they give participation trophies in assassin school <laughs> I also think, like, like either you, you do the you job or no good like realistically <laughs> like unfortunately we live in a time where these are really common headlines but if this was a real thing that happened and like a real headline was going up even back in 2016 yeah it would be mass, mass shooting. shooting it would not be assassination attempt it would be mass shooting yep. like there would not yeah. be anything about an assassination attempt in this headline she goes to an event, pulls a gun out, shoots at someone on stage, and then shoots at a bunch of random people. Just fire shots into the crowd. That is a that is the textbook definition of a mass shooting. Yeah. 
uh, calling it an assassination again which is part of why it, it just doesn't make sense as p- what kai's plan is like it, this wouldn't read that way to anyone also no one cares like no truly at this point also like why does he need an assassination attempt all those people were like on board and you killed a bunch of them like <laughs> they were all on board to vote for you because the other lady killed herself like you eliminated the competition why do you need this an assassination is to, attempt this is gonna make him uh eligible to be president even though he's <laughs> ah. legally too young to be eligible for president fucking constitution it's got all those little nooks and crannies in there I, I mean, I guess that is the takeaway that they want us to take away is like, oh, well, if he has an assassination think, attempt on him, even though it's just for the zoning board, people will care about it. And like, I honestly, think, no. Yeah. yeah, no, that's the thing, because I think he even says at one point, like, this will push us onto the national spotlight or something. Under but the national it ab- stage. It yeah. absolutely won't, though. Yeah, because it'll be like a news story from outside, like, you know, mass shooting at this campaign rally. But you're not going to be like, tell me more about that candidate for zoning yeah. in Michigan. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, what? <laughs> Hmm, I this think guy's most got people's, some... yeah, go ahead. like most people's reaction would not be to care about the candidate. It would be no. like, oh, well, what was the shooter's deal? No, what was you... what were they upset about? Like, you know what? Most people's reaction would be they'd see a picture in Kai and be like, oh, that's the shooter. You know, like, yeah, it's exactly. Not like that's the candidate. You... <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> yeah, it just they they really didn't have a good like idea of what they wanted that to be or like what they wanted that to do. I really honestly feel like at that point they like did not have a way to rectify. They had to like have a character explain like, "Oh, this is for the zoning board. It's not important." Um and then they like started to panic because then it became real and they're like, "Well, shit, that's true." So how do we make this like higher stakes because as of right now everybody including the character that just said it out of their mouth to the camera um everybody's on the same page that like this is a very low stakes um person like yes he's causing a lot of mayhem in his weird little town he is um not a national threat or anything like (laughs) he is a very very uh contained situation and they're like well how are we gonna ramp it up we don't have any way to make this like more important than it is and they're like make meadow shoot a bunch of people (laughs) that'll do it this show sucks (laughs) (sighs) yeah that'll that'll do it hey hey, um thanks for listening everyone (laughs) um i'll probably at some point retroactively put ads for like a patreon or a twitter to follow or whatever but for now um hey if you listen to this leave a review on the service that apparently is like the main thing the algorithm craves and i would appreciate it thanks i also Um, crave it so please yeah liz wants the positive attention i just want the algorithm to be fed i care about the robot um but for real uh thanks everyone and we'll be doing uh season seven episode seven next time good luck yep see you then